Welcome to Rapidly Rotating Records, an hour of toe-tapping music from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s, with yours truly, Glenn Robison, on Island Radio, KISL Avalon, at 88.7 on your FM dial, and at KISLAvalon.com on your internet dial. We've got dance bands, hot bands, sweet bands, show tunes, novelty tunes, blues, jazz, and more on everything from Aeolian to Xenophone and by everyone from Aronson to Zerky. On this week's show, we're really going to put our back into it. We'll celebrate the birthdays of Mike Jackson, Larry Bryars, and Ed Claypool, and hear what ringing in the new year in New York sounds like. Back on the September 12th show, I played Keyboard Express by Mike Jackson. Tonight, he gets his own segment. Last week, December 23rd, marked the birth in 1888 in Louisville, Kentucky, of jazz and blues pianist and composer Mike Jackson to Mose and Sally Jackson. Little is known of his early life, but he served in the Army from August 8th, 1918 to August 30th, 1919 at Camp Merritt, New Jersey, achieving the rank of sergeant. In 1921, he began composing for Joe Davis's Triangle Music Publishing Company and recorded accompanying blues singers including Clara Smith, Alberta Hunter, and Laura Smith. He also recorded with Bobby Lacan and Robert Cooksey as the Dixie Jazzers Washboard Band and under his own name as Jackson and his Southern Stompers. In 1927, he worked with Thomas Morris in the vaudeville show The Wicked Age, and the following year emigrated to Montreal, Canada, but returned to New York in 1930 and continued composing. Mike Jackson died June 21, 1945, of cirrhosis of the liver and is buried at Long Island National Cemetery. Among Jackson's compositions are Blue Hearse Blues, Slender, Tender, and Tall, Hey, Knock Me a Kiss, and two of these. And gave you pain 
there'll never be another Johan to say. You smiled upon us, and your song for us, little blackbird, all your friends.
Thomas Morris with his Seven Hot Babies and Georgia Grind from Victor 20180, recorded August 17, 1926. I said two of the three tunes in that set were written by Mike Jackson. Georgia Grind was the odd man out as it was written by Spencer Williams. So why then was it included in the set? Well, because the vocalist was Mike Jackson. Mike Jackson did write the tune that preceded Georgia Grind, Don't Let Your Head Hang Down. That was Robert Cooksey on harmonica and Bobby Lacan on guitar on Victor 20766, recorded May 24, 1927. It's not easy recording pipe organ, especially in 1927, and even harder recording a vocal accompanied by pipe organ, but Victor pulled it off with Bye Bye Florence, sung by Bert Howell. Victor 21062 was recorded November 14, 1927, in the former Trinity Church in Camden, New Jersey, which tells you that the organist was Fats Waller. I don't think any recordings were made on the organ by anyone other than Fats. Bertram Howell, better known as Bert, was born November 24, 1893 in Runcorn, Cheshire, UK, and died November 10, 1962 in Sydney, Australia. And the Florence Bert Howell sings about in Bye Bye Florence? Why, that would be Florence Mills, born January 25, 1896 in Washington, D.C., as Florence Winfrey. She was a headliner in the U.B. Blake and Noble Sissel Broadway musical Shuffle Along and earned the nickname Queen of Happiness. She was also known as the Little Blackbird. Bye Bye Florence mourns her sudden death at age 31 following an operation she underwent after becoming ill in late 1927. Unfortunately, there are no recordings of Florence Mills. I'm Glenn Robison, and you and I are listening to Rapidly Rotating Records, bringing you vintage music to which you can't not tap your toes from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s. 
Yesterday, Christmas Day, marked the birth in 1896 in Newport News, Virginia, of pianist Laurie T. Briers, L-A-U-R-I-E, to James W. and Annie L. Briers. He married Evelyn Russell Grobel in Louisville, Kentucky, on September 6, 1913, before the pair moved to New York City, where he was employed at Rector's Cafe and decided to use the professional name of Larry Briers. While there, he met Joseph Samuels, who hired him, and Briers made his first recordings with Samuels for Pathé in January of 1919. In addition to playing in Joseph Samuels' various orchestras, he also recorded with Nathan Glantz, the Green Brothers Novelty Orchestra, and provided piano accompaniment for Mamie Smith, Clarence Williams, and Harry Reeser's banjo solos. At some point, he left the music business and by 1940 was living in Columbus, Ohio, with Evelyn and their son James Lawrence Briers, born in 1924. Larry Briers died in Columbus on October 9, 1946. Briers was also a composer of such tunes as Oh Joe, Please Don't Go, Parson Jenks, Just Suppose, and these.
of a team that makes me scream. On the radio, they're always fine and dandy. I saw them at Coney Isle. They blocked traffic for a while, while the crowd followed Amos and Andy. Here they are. Boy, I'm hungry. You is always hungry. Come on, I'll buy you a hot dog. Right over here, boys, for your hot dogs. Right over here. Say, mister, is them little things hot dogs? They sure is. Ain't you never seen hot dogs before? Oh, sure I have, but I've seen them bigger than them. These must be pups. Uh, let's go in this here restaurant and get a good meal. Yeah, waiter, bring us a little of everything. What do you mean, everything? You mean hash? Here's the soup, gentlemen. It looks like rain, doesn't it? Yeah, no, and it tastes like rain. That's what it does. Say, waiter, did the chicken go through this here soup? <laughs> Why, yes, sir. Well, it must have went through on stilts. That's what I'm thinking of. I wish you'd suck that soup in a low key. I can't hear the band. Say, look at this stick. I'm sure tough. I can't cut it. I guess I'll send it back. They won't take it back now. You has it all been. Listen here, waiter. Did this stick come from a cow? Why, certainly, and the cow was only killed this morning. Yeah, the cow was never killed. It just naturally died from hardening of the arteries, that's all. Your etiquette is positively pictorial. What do you mean? I mean that your table manners is absolutely amalgamated. Well, how come? Because you done disgraced me this morning for drinking coffee out of a saucer. Well, I can't drink it out of a cup. This spoon sticks in my eye. Now, look at that. There's a fly on my coffee. Keep still. Osric regusted. If the other customers hear about it, they'll all want one. Now, don't bother me till I eat this cone on the cob. Is your eating cone on the cob? I thought you was playing a harmonica. Boy, I see you having trouble with that piece of pie. I never did see a pie that was so affectionate. What do you mean, affectionate? Well, look at it. The bottom crust is sticking to the top one. Look at that. Look at that. You know that the food here is show and punk. Yes, and I was going to complain to the manager. That's what. Hey, waiter. Where's the manager? Why, I'm sorry, gentlemen. He just stepped out to lunch. I suppose you you bring your lunch to work, don't you, Mother? Why, yes, sir. Osric gusted. Check. And double check. For to me it really seems they are never idle dreams While I'm dreaming of Amos and Andy
The Tampa Blue Jazz Band, a pseudonym for Joseph Samuel's jazz band on OK4461, with Brother Lowdown, written by Al Bernard and Larry Bryars, recorded in October of 1921. It was also issued on the Apex label in Canada. Before that, from a 78 on the Madison label, number 5065, made in April of 1930, Dalton and Rhine, who were dreaming of Amos and Andy. Dalton and Ryan were actually Irving Kaufman and Larry Bryars, and it sounds like a vaudeville act, but I could find nothing to indicate that Dalton and Ryan was anything more than a one-off pseudonym for this record. It sounds to me like Larry Bryars was playing the part of Andy, whose full character name was Andrew Hogg Brown. We started our tribute to Larry Bryars with Joseph Samuels Orchestra and Page Mr. Paderewski, written by Samuels, Bryars, and Pete Wendling. The actual title of the tune is Page Paderewski, but on the label of Path A21045 and Perfect 14163, it's shown as Page Mr. Paderewski. Why? I don't know. The Path A and Perfect discs were recorded June 29, 1923, 11 days after Pete Wendling recorded a piano solo of the tune on OK with the title... Page Paderewski. It was one of the first three pieces published by the new music publishing company Clark and Leslie Songs Incorporated, formed by Grant Clark and Edgar Leslie in 1923. Have a particular song or artist you'd like to hear on Rapidly Rotating Records? Well, you can send your requests and your comments about the show by email to glenn at rapidlyrotatingrecords.com or send cards or letters to Post Office Box 145, 
Claremont, California, 91711. That's Glenn, G-L-E-N-N, at RapidlyRotatingRecords.com or Post Office Box 145, Claremont, California, 91711. In the past, I've put together segments for friends or family with broken or replacement hips or knees, with cut fingers or heart problems, but tonight I've put together a segment for a friend with a fractured vertebrae in his spine. I certainly hope it's not as painful or debilitating as it sounds, and that this set of rapidly rotating records about backs will help take his mind off it for a while.
takes you off the beaten track You don't look at your partner at all when you dance back to back That's that new attack that the other dancers lack You can see what goes on in the hall when you dance back to back Your partner won't see you make eyes at who dances by Your partner won't mind it She's doing the same, that's why you must dance back to back Let me place you in the pack Cut the cards and I'll deal you a queen and a jack Back to back
Hundreds, maybe thousands of my colleagues at Guided Discoveries have heard that record over the past 20 years or so because I used it to introduce my back safety training sessions. Because the title of that tune is Backbeats, written by Frank Quarenti. That was Red Nichols and his Five Pennies, March 3rd, 1927, from Brunswick 3490, also issued in the UK, Australia, and Germany. Before that, Carol Gibbons and the Savoy Hotel Orpheans with Irving Berlin's Back to Back. The vocalist on Columbia FB-2283, made in London on August 22, 1939, was George Malacrino. I'm thinking a little Johnny Walker Blue Label might help alleviate my friend's back pain, but a little Johnny Walker and his rollickers might do just as much good. That was Give Yourself a Pat on the Back, and Johnny Walker was a pseudonym for Ben Selvin's orchestra on Columbia 2201-D. Both Takes 3 and 4 from a May 13, 1930 session were issued under that catalog number. Give Yourself a Pat on the Back was written by Raymond Wallace and Ralph Butler. The male vocal quartet The Rollickers recorded dozens of records between 1928 and 1933, not only with Ben Selvin, but also Fred Rich, Paul Whiteman, Ray Seeley, and under their own name. My name is Glenn Robison, and the show is Rapidly Rotating Records. We're here each and every Sunday evening at 6 on Island Radio, FM 88.7 KISL Avalon. This and all our previous shows are also available 24-7, on demand, anytime at all, online at rapidlyrotatingrecords.com. Back on the July 19th show, I mentioned Ed Claypool and had him slated for his own birthday segment on tonight's show. But because of the length of the records in the next segment, he's really getting short-changed. But last week, December 20th, marked the birth in 1893 in Baltimore, Maryland, of Edward Brown Claypool, one of the best-known and most influential composers of the ragtime era. He apparently made only one recording during his entire career, but his specialty was writing seriously challenging sheet music of his wildly popular tunes. To give you an idea of just how popular, in 1916, President and Mrs. Woodrow Wilson were in the audience to hear Claypool's Ragging the Scale. In a show called Friar's Frolic in Baltimore's Academy of Music, where it was played simultaneously by nine composers on nine concert grand pianos. Ed Claypool died January 16, 1952, also in Baltimore, but not before composing American Jubilee, Dusting the Keys, Bouncing the Keys, and this jaunty little tune.
Ed Claypool's tune, Reuben, originally recorded as an Edison Cylinder record in 1914 by the National Promenade Band. This was the band's recording on Edison Diamond Disc, 50181, made October 12, 1914. And I promise you'll hear more from Ed Claypool in 2022, too. This is our final show of 2021, and I want to thank everyone for listening and for your support during this past year. Who knows what 2022 holds for any of us, but our New Year's resolution is to keep bringing you toe-tapping music of the 1920s and 30s from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records. And I hope one of your resolutions is to keep listening and to help let others know about the show. We'd love to be spending New Year's Eve in New York, but not by choice, we'll be spending it quietly here at home. So, since we can't be there, here is a musical imagining by Hans Werner Janssen of New Year's Eve in New York, played by the Victor Symphony Orchestra. I'll be back in about 12 minutes.
American composer and conductor Hans Werner Janssen was born June 1, 1899, in New York City. He was encouraged by his next-door neighbor, George M. Cohan, to study music against the wishes of his father to join the family restaurant business. He therefore funded his own musical education, earning a bachelor's degree in music from Dartmouth College in 1921. Income from subsequent popular song compositions allowed him to study conducting in Switzerland and France. We just heard his tone poem for large orchestra in a jazz idiom titled New Year's Eve in New York. It was premiered by the Rochester Philharmonic, conducted by Howard Hansen on May 8, 1929. It was recorded by the Victor Symphony Orchestra in Liederkranz Hall on July 2, 1929, conducted by Nathaniel Shilkrit. There were four parts, with the first three issued on 12-inch 78s. Part four was not issued. Why? I don't know. I do know I'm Glenn Robison, and I'm very pleased that you've chosen to spend this past hour with me listening to Rapidly Rotating Records. I wish you, your family, and friends a safe, healthy, COVID-free, happy, and exceedingly prosperous 2022. I hope you'll click in or tune in again next year, and as always, I thank you for your very kind attention. (laughs) ¶¶